0: Partner of Super Bowl 57. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler In New York, call 877-8 Hope or text Hope and Y 467-369. Bonus issued as is bonus bets. Opt-in required for odds boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms. Out of bounds on the
1: roar. Who do you play for?
2: Play for
3: United States of America. It's been 35 long years. Clemson has been waiting 35 years. It's finally coming home, baby. It's coming home. You are looking live at Clemson Memorial Stadium in Clemson, South Carolina, where the game of the weekend is about to unfold.
0: Calma, regresa al backfield.
4: Nice
5: work, everyone. Sharp broadcasts. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. How great is this? This, this could be the final play of the college season, perhaps. If Clemson gets a touchdown to win it,
4: if Bama can hold them out, perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime. Watson, touchdown! Hunter
5: Renfro. Little man makes another enormous play. And Clemson runs out of the field and celebrates. They come to California and strike gold. And now, William Qualkenbush and Ben Milstead with Out of Bounds on the Roar. Welcome in, glad to have you with us.
2: We're live on The Roar on a Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quaggimosh, Ben Milstead, live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 654-ROAR is the number. you'd like to join us today, 654-7627. You want to jump on the program? Uh, we have, uh, I'm going to play audio of the exclusive 101 that uh, we got with Valerie Cagle uh, after the uh, scrimmage on Saturday at Clemson. We'll do that at one-oh-five. Uh, some really interesting stuff to uh, talk about there as we continue to lead up to the start of uh, Clemson softball on Thursday afternoon. And uh, so we're excited to do that. We've got lots of other things to talk about in the world of sports and... You know, let me let me just say this before we before we start. I I legitimately love our station. And I specifically love how we pass the baton. Uh where our shows are basically just one 13-hour show and not four highly um highly uh regimented, highly um siloed programs. And I like that we can both be driving in Ben Milstead and both reach the conclusion that Brad and John had a great conversation going. And now, now we like, we just totally changed our show plan and we're like, yeah, let's, uh, let's just talk about that for a minute, which is cool. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm okay. How are
4: you? You're, I've, we've worked together for a, a good while now. I feel like I know you, I can read you. So I just ask you: Are you okay today?
2: I am. I am okay. I'm okay. A little. It's a. It's an ambitious schedule of things today, and so I'm a little stressed for that. I'm not worried at all about the show. Yeah. Like I got. I got zero concerns about the show. I sense. I sense a little stress. Just. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Not. Okay. Not too bad, but just. Just. But a, okay. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. And I like honestly, I'm excited to talk about this notion of untouchable coaches well we
4: we both were going to on our rundown sheet we talked to both listed brian ferentz and his new contract which i just find so entertaining i I can't wait to discuss that i suppose that was the jumping on point for untouchables with the conversation uh, before us and I told you when we walked in the building, save it for the air. Save it for the air. You did. So I don't know where you are on this. I'm going to imagine you and I are in different places. And I, I will just very generally speaking say I don't think there's any such thing as an untouchable coach in any sport anymore. Some of it could be semantics, you know, right? Untouchable within reason. That's why I texted them trying to figure out what what time frame are we talking about here. I just don't think we're living in a world where anybody is untouchable, including Nick Saban, including uh, davo Sweeney, Kirby. Sp- I I just don't. I think it's too much of a "What
2: have you done for me lately?" society, Ben. I am 100% in agreement with you. Well, that's no fun. I know. I know. I thought, I honestly, I was sitting here thinking, do I fake it? Do I just fake it? Here's what I would say, okay? If you want to ask me who is untouchable right now, here's what I would mean, okay? Here's what I would mean. Because I'm not going to embargo that word. I'm not going to say we can't use that word. I just think we need to be clear about what that means. I am not projecting deep into the future, I've seen too many things, Ben, and I'm not even talking about, you know, I'm not even talking about recently. Bobby Bowden was run out at Florida State. Joe Paterno was run out at Penn State. Legends are run out of their jobs all the time in college sports. So I am not crazy enough if it can happen to Bobby Bowden at Florida State, if it can happen to Joe Paterno at Penn State, who literally built those programs from ashes and dust – then it can happen to anybody who is at a program that they didn't build from ashes and dust. That's the way that I would say it. Now, as far as the discussion that Brad and John are having, this is what, this is, these would be my criteria, all right? If I'm saying a coach is untouchable, I would say that coach is not going to be fired for anything for the next 365 days.
4: Oh, and again, that's why I sent, if you're, if you're talking about this year, yeah, I think there's a long list of untouchables. If you're talking about five years from now, I think that list is considerably shorter. And if you're talking about 10 years or or maybe even seven, I'd say zero. That's that's sort of my uh, dividing lines on those categories.
2: And And you know what? You probably could say... You probably could say any coach that has won a national championship and looks to be staying on a national championship caliber or at least a championship competing trajectory, Mm -hmm. you're probably okay. But as you said, there is a non zero chance that Clemson starts going eight and four. And there's a non zero chance that Alabama starts going eight and four. And there's a non zero chance that Georgia starts going eight and four. And in that case, are Kirby and Nick and Dabo really untouchable for the duration of their lives? Mm-hmm. That becomes an interesting question. Because I do think that there are a lot of guys that have done a really good job where they are that are and i'm not talking about like we had somebody saying uh uh mike elko I, he doesn't count that's one year obviously i'm not going to say he's untouchable because of one year because if he goes two and ten this year he's on. Uh, you know he's on the hot seat probably uh, uh,
4: again that's why i say the the time frame here matters yes um one name i did not hear them mention. There was a period of time you would have certainly said Mark Rick was untouchable at Georgia.
1: Yes. Hundred
4: percent. Yes. Untouchable. Eh. Turns out if you do the same thing season in, season out long enough, you, you become touchable and you're out. And you know, they they discussed Paul Christ. Yeah. I I uh I, I would not have th- I would have thought he would have been on that list. Turns out he wouldn't. Yes. That's why I say I'm like more and more convinced it's that there is no such thing as untouchable anymore. And the as big a business as sports are now, I'm not sure there
2: should be. Right. If you get paid what these coaches are getting paid, then there's a volatility that comes with that type of salary, and there's an expectation yeah, that goes with that type a of salary. High, high expectation.
4: And, and you know, it's funny. Here's our uh, Jim Beheim quota for the day when we were talking about can I I get in my Bayham posture before you yeah please okay when we were talking about Bayham yesterday he told you he's untouchable yes I can do whatever I want to do I if I want to be here I'm going to be here he told you he's untouchable and if I'm if you're Syracuse if you're the employer in whatever business that's when you have a problem when you when you yes. think somebody is untouchable they're you know in in you apply that to any walk of life in to radio host radio producer you name it when somebody thinks they're untouchable
2: uh they probably have
4: overstayed their welcome actually that, yes you know?
2: that's right and you know what i i, I this this brings up an interesting point that's sort of adjacent to this by the way the beheim posture for those uninitiated is you have to lean up against your um you have to lean up against your your arm one of your arms with your hand covering at least half your mouth while you sit at a podium that's the beheim posture that we're talking about I think most I, not not most mo, not most I'm not going to say most I think there were there were a sizable group of fans, and I don't. I assume minority, but I, I honestly don't know how big the group is that thought that Dabo th- thought that he was untouchable this year, and that a lot of the criticisms that we heard, and a lot of not just criticism because criticism can be, hey, you know this stuff needs to get fixed, but a lot of the nervousness. And the you know, it, it was like it was almost like a desperation that I heard from people, and that we heard from callers and texters and many of you on the show. The the desperation in those concerns that you were voicing would not have been there had you thought that Dabo wasn't fat and happy, right? I mean, right. there was it wasn't just well the offense isn't working. It's like the offense isn't working, comma, and Dabo doesn't care. And the the Dabo doesn't care part, or the Dabo you know has other things he's going on, or Dabo doesn't have, doesn't have to drive anymore, he doesn't have whatever. All the stuff that we heard this past year, that's essentially phrasing that idea that you're talking about. I wasn't sure
4: where you were going with that, but that's a that's a that's an excellent example. The where reality was not uh, what we thought it was, but you're right. There were a group of fans who thought he who insinuated that's what coach twenty thought couldn't be further from the truth but that's what they thought
2: well and that's sort of what we were arguing without saying that that's sort of what we were arguing to push back that he is competitive and he does want to win and he does hate to lose and he's not just resting on his laurels um and you know when you make the change he made at offensive coordinator as we talked about you're you're sort of reestablishing that and and make no mistake that 50 minute recruiting pitch to the fans to re-recruit and remind people was really I was talking to somebody yesterday about this it was reminding people that Dabo cares mm-hmm. that he doesn't think I mean he's telling his staff you don't your jobs aren't guaranteed he's lighting a fire under everybody a, a guy who's who doesn't have the fire lit under his own rear is not lighting the rear of other people you know and so i i do think that the Jim Bayheims of the world that are basically daring somebody to fire them. The Kirk Ferrances of the world who are setting very, very, very minimal expectations for the biggest nepotism run in history. I mean, it's, I don't know of anything that's quite like this where the person who is, who is being held to the lowest standard is the coach's son who doesn't report to the coach, but reports to the AD and are all sort of in it together. That is the action of somebody who knows he ain't getting fired and he doesn't care. That's not the action of somebody driven to win a big 10 championship. Although he might, it's not the action of somebody who's trying to go to the playoff. It's just
4: not. Uh, I have, I have two coaches slash schools in particular I want to ask you about maybe after the break. Uh, two, there are two situations that come to mind where I think both parties feel like the coach might be untouchable, but that time is coming to an end.
2: Oh, okay. Let's, uh, let's go to Gervonta, who wants to get in on this, before we take our first break. 654-ROAR is the number. What's up, Gervonta?
3: What's up? What's up? A good conversation there. But I just want to give a few comments to coaches that I think are – um, not untouchable at the moment, that that will be Nick Saban. I, I mean, I don't care what happens in Alabama. Alabama will not find Nick Saban. And I think with the success that Georgia is having uh, with Kirby, I don't think there's I – I, I think there'll have to be a, like probably like six to seven bad seasons before you even hear about Georgia finding Kirby smart. Off to win these two national championships back-to-back, that's huge. That's huge. But I just want to ask this question about this coach your opinion on it. You think if Coach K wouldn't have retired at Duke, do you think he would have been
2: untouchable? Uh, I think he was one that basically he knew that they weren't going to fire him for any reason. I do think he felt like he was untouchable there.
3: What about Roy Williams at North Carolina?
2: Uh, I think, I think Roy was in a pretty good spot too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rank him above coach K. I would not have done that.
4: See, I agree with you, Javante. And I see where you're going with this, but let me ask you, that's why I said to start with, you have to almost identify what period of time you're talking about. If coach K at his age, his teams, all of a sudden they would have missed the NCAA tournament three years in a row. Would he have still been untouchable
3: there? I don't think I don't think he would have been untouchable. I don't think he would have yeah. been. Because that's, that's always the expectation at Duke, too. He has a high expectation that he created amongst himself that's, you know, hard to, you got to win at Duke. That's why I'm worried about the coaches there now. Like, he can't have three or four more seasons like he's having right now and have at Duke because Coach Case said expectation for God. I'm just going to say this and, you know, Back to the Dabo, when you come in on Dabo. I think the thing about Dabo too, a lot of people don't look at and don't realize with the pressure what Dabo had to do to make the decisions that he had to make this year. In the NIL deal is a big deal. The transfer Porter is a big deal, and you have to have coaches in position that can go in the because at first I knew Dabo wasn't a big fan of the But you got to have good coaches at those positions to be able to recruit and get those players to Clemson to be able to win. And, and the offensive corner that he had can do, can do that. So I'll take your comments off that. Thank y'all for allowing me on.
2: Go Tigers. Thanks very much, Gervonta. Appreciate the phone call. I want to continue this conversation on the other side because I think Gervonta's asking some good questions there and bringing up some good examples. 654 Roars and over. You want to join us on the phone? Do you want to get in on the Adams & Co. Roofing text line as well? We continue on with the discussion of uh, untouchable coaches after this. Are you searching for a newer vehicle or maybe just want to drive something different? AutoWorks has what you're looking for and two locations to
4: serve you. With just $500 down, you could be driving home in your newer vehicle. We have many financing options, including in-house financing. Visit us in Greer at 816 West Windham Boulevard or in Spartanburg at 385 East Blackstock Road. Call or text
5: 864-655-7555 or view all of our inventory at AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E-32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned, renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union. McNeelyStoreandRental.com Or call Mac for a quote today. 828-553-4338
3: I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto,
5: you're starting to speak another language. Like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use.
0: It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's
6: all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos.
3: You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to babel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Valentine's Day is upon us. And you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him. Reed's Jewelers. Upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk. Endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there, Reed's Jewelers. Go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it. And he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. He will as well. Reed's Jewelers, Haywood Mall next to Belk, online at reeds.com. Again today, sitting with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Gary, listener asks Walt,
6: I did not get done what I needed to get done on Medicare during annual enrollment. Is it
3: possible that I have one of those special election periods that I hear you and Gary discussing? Very good question, listener, and do not feel like the Lone Ranger if you did not get done what you needed to during annual enrollment. The simple answer is a strong maybe. Medicare has over 100 special election periods and it's very possible that you qualify for one or more. Give me a call and we will get into more detail. 864-307-8484. There you go, listener.
6: You may have a strong possibility of SEP, special election period. Just call Gary at 864-307-8484 And remember that Gary will shepherd you through Medicare in the unlikely event that he does not represent a company plan that you're interested in.
3: For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizzenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses.
0: Nothing in me go hand in hand.
3: With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic and psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 sky to learn more. Broadcasting live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
5: The Varsity, where in Atlanta you can get a hot dog, but in South Carolina you get sports talk. The Roar, where every day is game day.
2: You know, this is really good synergy. This is the last song that I listened to on my Spotify before I left my house today. I feel like this is your mood today, man. This is just smooth and a
4: little chill. You're you're a little chill today, just a little bit. So my goal for the day, for the next
2: two and a half hours, is to see if I can make you stand up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not difficult, as we've uh, as we've noted over time. Uh, six five four roars the number. We're gonna go back to the phones. We we'll get to some examples of some other uh, untouchable or maybe not coaches. Some coaches we can put in that conversation. In just a second. First, I want to tell you about uh, Dr. Ashley Lucas, who is untouchable for me, uh, and uh, as, as, a, as a weight loss expert and a, um, a health and wellness expert, she and her team at Ph.D. Weight Loss are working wonders. Uh, I've talked to people almost every day about some aspect of the PhD program, whether it's the nutritional part, whether it's the weight loss part, whether it's the supplemental part, whether it's the weight loss phase or the maintenance phase, uh, whether it's the, uh, the workout plan that I had, uh, my overall experience. People are curious because of the change that I've seen. I lost 24 pounds in five weeks. That was a year ago. Uh, at this time last year, I was in the weight loss phase Again, it took me five weeks, and and then uh, I, I went to the maintenance phase, and I really – I was nervous about putting the weight back on. And in hindsight, I really shouldn't have been because all the tools to keep the weight off were at my disposal thanks to Ph.D. Now I'm my own best coach because of the things that I've learned and because they continue to check up and just make sure – that I'm okay answer any questions I might have for more information if you want to get off medications you want to deal with type 2 diabetes sleep apnea or any chronic condition they can help you with that at myphdweightloss.com that's myphdweightloss.com let's go to Slooper who's up with us next on the phone 654 Roar is the number what's up Slooper hey Quak and Ben how are y'all doing great man thanks for getting in yeah
6: man so I want to talk about you know, the notion that anyone's untouchable in college sports and, and it doesn't really have much to do with the performance on the field either. Um, it's just the era that we're, we're in now. You have, when Dabo talks about perspective, uh, I have a little bit different perspective on, on the world of college sports than he probably does. Um, now when I went to college, I was in a classroom with Gaines Adams. I went to class with games. He was just like me. He he was would sit in class. He talked to you. I can't imagine these days you are sitting in a classroom with a multimillionaire. That's what you are sitting in a classroom with. They're not the, the perspective is a little different now than it was twenty to thirty years ago. Twenty to thirty years ago, it, you didn't have players who are who are millionaires. You didn't have college coaches making ten million dollars a year. So. When you say anyone's an untouchable, that's kind of—I I don't think that that's going to be the case in the future. Even Kirby Smart, I mean, the the way that the sport is going, it's turning more into the NFL. I think that Doug Peterson's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Philadelphia ran him out, and then he single-handedly turned around Trevor's career. But that's kind of that's kind of where we're heading, though. I mean, we're heading towards. Uh, an era where nobody's untouchable, and you're going to have lots of turnaround just because of the amount of money being thrown around. I, I just re- records and all that—that's great and all, but we're, we are a, a society of win or else right now, and it's because of all the money, Quark and Ben. I mean, I don't,
4: I don't see any way around that. Slooper, I would say from the maybe from a school's perspective, the leash is shorter the more you pay a guy. But I don't know how much, like, in terms of fan expectations, if fan expectations drives job security, I would push back and say your your expectations at Clemson would be the same whether Sweeney made $10 million a year or $2 million a year. Yeah, yeah I,
6: I get what you're saying, but I think the whole notion of college sports is changing. The, the, yeah. The concept of college sports is changing. I'm not saying it in terms of if Sweeney makes twenty million dollars or Sweeney makes two million dollars. That's not really what I'm saying. I'm saying the whole the whole uh, like a- atmosphere around college sports is turning into. And you say it's what have you done for me lately? Y'all always say that. Yeah. Well, it's turning into that because we've made it that way. It's turned into a business. The players wanted it to be a business. They wanted to get paid. The coaches wanted to get paid, and so now, back at 20 years ago, you know we would we would say, "Okay, Davo's here for life," and people would love him until he retired. Just like, I mean, I know Bobby Bowden. At the very, very end, he 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 got a, a raw deal from all the fans. But Bobby Bowden for a decade was. Underperforming and nobody
2: really said anything. Well, I, I think it's just because let me let me let me stop if, you there because people did. I, I remember when like Chris Ricks lost to Clemson and they were number three in the country and they started falling. People, you know, when it started with Bobby Bowden was he hired his son to run the offense, which is there's there's synergy there with uh, with with what's going on in Iowa. And, like, I do remember there being some grumbling and complaining that Florida State lost a step. Mickey Andrews, the game had passed him by, and Bobby, he wouldn't make any changes at defensive corner. I mean, I, like, I, I, I do think that – I don't think Florida State was just sitting there on their hands for a decade while Florida State declined. If you look at the, the trajectory of Bobby Bowden, it was about three or four years when they truly had declined, and he was out. Uh, you know they like they were playing for national championships in the early 2000s, and he did, You know, by ten I, years later, he was out of a job. I don't think that anybody would get. Here's what I'll say: I don't think that
6: anybody would get the leash that Bobby Bowden got for that period of time. Right now, I don't. I don't see it happening. Um, just because of the nature of the sport now, it's not. It is not back when Bobby was coaching. It was college amateur sports. These days, it's not amateur sports. Not a Dillard's. These are professional athletes. These are professional athletes. So I I just think it's hard to say untouchable now because you don't know next year what's going to come out. You know what I mean? There could be another thing that comes out where everyone unionizes and the sport's changed again. So it, it doesn't really have anything to do with records, wins, and losses these days because we don't even know where the sport of college football is going And some people are going to be really good in the rules that come out, say like your Lincoln Rileys at USC. He's just over there using NIL like no other. Very, very easy to adapt to it. And there are others that are not going to be able to adapt to it. And they're just going to just, I mean, their whole resume is going to stink. You just don't know what's going to happen in college football these days. And that's why. There's nobody that's untouchable in my, in my viewpoint. Y'all I, take it easy, guys. Yeah, I,
2: I don't disagree, Slooper. I appreciate the phone call. That's, that's, that's a good phone call. It's good stuff. I, th- the only thing that I was pushing back on really with this phone call is this idea that we just gave these long, long leashes to everybody who had won national championships in the past. And now we didn't. Bobby Bowden is a perfect example of somebody who didn't get a long leash because of decisions that he made and because of the changing landscape of, uh, of college football. Um, and, and, you know, it, it might depend on it. Might depend on where you are, because you know, as as textures are pointing out on the Adams curving text line, Joe Paterno did get a lot of leash. I mean, you look at Joe Paterno's career arc. There were it was it was like basically watching Auburn right now. There are very few times where he goes like six seven years of sustained success without a drop off. He,
4: uh, yeah, he he's more like the a a was a more likable Jim Beheim. Was kind of my a little bit, you know. You got you did get that longevity bump. I get it. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call, Slooper. I agree with his overall premise, but I disagree with the reason that we're that way. I just don't think it's about the money. I don't think that's the number one driving factor. I think the number one driving factor is that we are just in a uh, a a very impatient society now. And I don't. I mean, I'm not a societal critique at all. That's just who we are as people. Now we're we're so impatient with everything, and giving somebody time or, uh, you know, waiting and and understanding that you you're not on the mountaintop
2: every single year. You know, we're just impatient to get back there. I would argue too. Well, well basically what you're doing is you're you're you and sloop are in a race to find the foundational issue and and i i'm sort of persuaded by your argument that it, it didn't start because we put money in we put money in because we're impatient and because we can't stand to watch other teams have success and we can't stand to watch other schools have success and we can't stand specifically to watch our rivals have success over us and more importantly you can't stand to not be at the top you just you just can't stand it uh the the Press box, they mentioned Pat Fitzgerald's name. You know what? 20 years ago, Pat Fitzgerald would be on my untouchable list. But guess what? Northwestern's done. They have put as much money into their football infrastructure as any school in America in the last five years. They are raising a ton of money and using that Big Ten Network TV cash to try to build a football program that's sustainable. Pat Fitzgerald has had arguably as successful a tenure as a former captain in the Rose Bowl, as a guy who is Northwestern through and through, he has had as successful a tenure as any coach in the history of Northwestern. And I would say because they have uh they have raised money so that they can be more consistent, even he is not untouchable mm-hmm. at the present time. Give you uh
4: interested your thoughts on this one. I I wonder if Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy consider him in that untouchable category, and I, I mean you can you can look at his career there—what uh, seventeen seasons, I believe, something like that. He he has that good season here and there. Uh, I mean, two years ago was really good. Went twelve and two. Seven and six this past year. he uh, And then before that, he's in that eight-win-a-year category. you know, And he had a couple seasons there with ten wins. I mean, he's had moments that they've been really good. But does it not feel like to you at this point that you know what Oklahoma State is? Yes. They're going to make a bowl every single year with Mike Gundy there. And they're not ever playing for something significant every single year with Mike Gundy there. You know that's sort of how I feel about him. And that you know what that might be okay. I would say this too: things he may feel untouchable now, but when Oklahoma and Texas are out of his conference, and the fan perspe- uh, perception will be that it's easier to win a championship now with those guys gone. It'll add pressure to him.
2: Jimmy Johnson coached, I was looking at this a little bit earlier and pulled it back up. Jimmy Johnson coached at Oklahoma State from 1979 to 83, and that's a Super Bowl winning coach. He made two bowls in five years, had uh, three winning seasons. In the, I think, 15, in the 20 years prior to Mike Gundy getting there, uh, they had gone to seven, I want to eight bowls so more often than not, they're not going to bowls. I, this, is, this is why I'm making that point. It's a little bit like the, the Matt Campbell discussion to me. Like how long can Matt Campbell keep losing one-score games but still winning six or seven games and going to bowls at a place where they don't ordinarily go to bowls? And I would say it depends on every place because I agree with you with Gundy. I, I agree with you. I think it's a matter of time before hitting your head on a reasonable ceiling is not good enough. I mean, I've, I've said this before, that the, there's a gap between what is fireable and what is extendable, quote-unquote, in college sports, and ultimately, like, th- there, are, there are benchmarks that you can hit that are minimal, where you should basically keep your job, but the problem is if all you do is just hit those minimal benchmarks, at some point, your bosses are going to want to see if somebody else can exceed those benchmarks, and you feel like that's a little bit what Mike Gundy has done. Although, last year, they did finish seventh in the country, which is like the second or third best uh, finish all time. Right. And, and, I mean, and it's kind of that uptick right now. Uh, well, he didn't – they didn't finish seventh. Uh, yeah, they finished seventh in the AP poll last year. Not not last year, two years ago. Sorry, yeah, two yeah, years okay. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Um,
4: He's been in an AP poll uh seventeen straight years at some point or another. He's actually finished in an AP poll, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of those. It's pretty good. But to your point But is I mean so
2: I'm I'm not in any way bashing him. Is that not kind of Mark Rick right there? Yes. And like I say, at some point, it would, like right now, I would say Matt Campbell's not going. They're, they're, not, they're not spending one second of any day in the next calendar year trying to fire Matt Campbell mm-hmm. at Iowa State. But there is a statute of limitations on how long you can keep doing that, and your bosses don't get the itch to do something else. When we your come back... has been
4: there 20 years, by the
2: way. Unbelie- unbelievable. Unbelievable unbelievable longevity and think about the number of jobs he has put himself out there for mm-hmm. in that time and they keep asking him back stay with us we're going to talk more about this six five, full roars the number we'll go back take a phone call or two and wrap up our one after this
1: 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family not only was it the year that i became head coach at clemson but it was also the year that i found the only dealership i need for sales and service Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you.
5: The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have a tire as strong as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company, a winning combination since 1973. PendletonTire.com. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com.
0: What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local, trusted expert in crawlspace sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it.
5: Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com
3: ordinary heating and cooling systems last on average about 12 years a water furnace geothermal system lasts on average 24 years twice as long as your aging heat pump or furnace geo saves up to 70 percent of monthly energy costs and the best part federal and state tax credits provide 55 percent of your new geosystem costs blue ridge electric members get an additional rebate and can finance the system on their power bill learn more at clemsongeo.com that's clemsongeo.com I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the Upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And, when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the Upstate, Western North Carolina, and North Georgia.
0: For the first time, Diamonds Direct is offering an extra 25% off all of their Diamond Classics collection. 25% off Diamond stud earrings, 25% off Diamond tennis bracelets, and 25% off Diamond pendants and more. It's true. This Valentine's Day, Diamonds Direct lets you take a full 25% off all these must-have jewelry box staples. Diamond Classics are like a little black dress. It's jewelry that never goes out of style and something you can wear every day, whether it's just running errands or going out on the town. A nice pair of diamond stud earrings goes with anything and everything and now through valentine's day you can take an extra 25 off it's our best value ever offered on these popular gifts don't miss this sparkling new valentine's event visit diamondsdirect.com to view the diamond classics collection learn about designer trunk shows offering an expanded selection and apply for zero interest financing options up to three full years celebrate your love and save like never before at diamonds direct your love our passion
5: Mr. Knickerbocker isn't just a store, it's a lifestyle. Shop 100% collegiate-licensed tailgating items, gifts, decals, apparel, pet products, hats, and more for all Clemson sports all year long. With four locations to serve you, shop Clemson on College Avenue or the Lifestyle Store, Seneca at Hartwell Village, Greenville
2: on Woodruff Road, or online at mrnickerbocker.com. Like and follow on social media for new product launches and more. Mr. Knickerbocker, a Clemson tradition store since 1973.
5: We're your sports psychologists. Taking your calls on the VIVE broadband phone lines all day. You're listening to 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar. Touchdown! Where every day is game day.
2: So talking untouchable coaches here in hour one of Out of Bounds. Some, I mean, really good text on the uh, Adams Corriving text line. Uh, Ed gets in and says, "You can't fire Mike Gundy. He's a man. He's 50 <laughs> now. I think he's over 50 now." Uh, but yeah. yeah, that's young, Quak. That's, that's young a- <laughs> man.
4: <laughs> but that like 50 is the new 30.
2: That's how long <laughs> he's been there. I, he was a young coach when everybody remembers his. I'm a man. I'm 40 rant about the quarterback that he had benched Mm -hmm. and and just
4: a recap of that conversation I am in no way trying to sound like I'm bashing Gundy or saying that he's doing a bad job or anything like that my point in bringing him up is that he is a coach who has been there for two decades and that many people would consider in fact I heard on the press box people texting in saying Mike Gundy is untouchable I'm just pointing out that 10 years ago in where we were with athletics, maybe he was, I don't think that he is anymore, or people like him. Uh, I don't think that doing doing just enough to keep your job, you can only do that so many times. In any sport, no matter who you are, you can only do that so many times.
2: I'm, I'm going to run through some names. I want you to tell me, and I'm talking in the, in the way that we're comfortable saying untouchable. In no way are we saying that there's no, there's no shot in Hades that these guys are getting fired. But just like, we can't see it right now. If I told you Willie Fritz at Tulane. Top, he's on top of the mountain right now. Okay, so that, like that's, that would be an example of somebody. Uh, Dabo.
4: Right now, yes. I'm not counting again. I mean, do you want to give me a a, a time frame that we're
2: talking? I mean, I would say I would for, say for, for e- sure 365 for eternity, days. No, for, again, for eternity, I mean, no. That's yeah. right. But I would say like in the next 365 days, there's you like basically I can't see a scenario where it goes bad enough. Yeah, me either. Okay. You know, and we're not talking scandal and all that stuff aside. That's right. That's exactly right. Um. You know what? Uh, some of these other ones. What? What about? Uh, da, 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 da. What about like Steve Sarkeesian at Texas? Like, here's a good example of somebody who would oh, seem Steve, like Steve Sarkeesian goes
4: two and ten this year. Uh, he, he probably
2: won't be coaching the following season. Okay. The only reason I bring that name up is because he has recruited five-star quarterbacks well he he got the one from ohio state but we'll we'll give him a pass for that one he's got two five-star quarterbacks that is like that is like huge for a head coach to be able to tell his bosses just wait till one of these guys emerges we've got the best clay in the country to work with a quarterback just wait just be patient with us just wait and yet you could see them pulling a plug in october on that guy
4: yeah uh, mario cristobal kind of fits that too uh, had a great recruiting class but uh really miserable first season. Yes, you know, and and there's some there's some ex- external things like that that'll keep you will buy you some time.
2: Here's here's a couple of names. Give me uh Jim Harbaugh. Do you think there's a way that they move on from Harbaugh at Michigan? Back-to-back wins Back-to-back Big Ten titles and wins over Ohio State, back-to-back playoff appearances.
4: No. Too much money in the bank right now. I think so, too. Too much money in the bank.
2: Ryan Day. Uh,
4: yeah. I, I, because I think there is already a little – there's already some pressure on him. Uh, one thing you've got to do, that's a bit of a unique situation because you've got to beat your rival. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah, and it's also like in a case like that, it's hard for me to imagine somebody messing up Ohio State enough to like go four and eight or something.
2: True. Yeah, they're but, not. But they're if not going to do that. But if he did,
4: yeah, I think I think they would. That would be
2: it. Here's what's tricky about Ohio State. To me, if you win nine games, you should probably just be shown the door. If you win nine games at Ohio State, no one wins nine games at Ohio State. You win every, three straight coaches. They win ten games every single year. By the way, I would think that even,
4: even a horribly disappointing season like that, in my opinion, that would be a terrible mistake for Ohio State to do. But I, I do think I wouldn't put it past them.
2: Do do you think Ryan Day gave up play calling of his own volition? Because he just called a masterful game against Georgia by all accounts and immediately after that is or actually immediately before that is telling people I'm not calling plays next year.
4: Uh yeah, if I had to guess, I would say he did. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't I don't think I don't think that they've done like their offense was good. <laughs> I don't think they I don't think they've been in a situation where somebody said, like, "Oh, you got to give that up." Do you?
2: I I mean I I kind of have wondered why he did that. I don't think if I'm a I don't think he,
4: with it, with a very with very few exceptions the way college football teams are run for the most part, man, it's hard to call plays now and, and be the head coach. Yes. So it may have been I mean, a realization would, he has himself. I wouldn't himself. want to do that.
2: It, it may be a realization he had himself. That's true. He does seem like a guy who genuinely enjoys being a play caller. Like in the Steve Spurrier, not a mm-hmm. guy who's just doing it because he doesn't have anybody better, you know? Uh, what about James Franklin at Penn State? Oh, he's certainly touchable. Okay. All right. To me, this this season coming up, which I want to talk about this, like down the road as we get closer to the season, this is potentially a like 2008 Tommy Bowden year for James Franklin. Because we are, people are already having conversations about Penn State being the most talented roster in the Big Ten East. They're saying basically, if not now, then win for James Franklin. Mm-hmm. They've got the, look, he's got the one. That's what Tommy Bowden never had. He's he got the one from the block kick against Ohio State in the touchdown. He's got the one from that year, the one Big Ten championship and the one division title. But that's it. And now you're sitting third behind Michigan and Ohio State. To your point about Gundy, how Penn State, again, they put up with Paterno for half a century. Okay? So maybe that's a place where they just give you a really long leash. But it does feel like James Franklin is, uh, like, this is a little bit of put-up-or-shut-up time from that standpoint this next year or two. I would agree with that. Yes. Uh, P.J. Fleck at Minnesota.
4: Uh, I would, I would think he, he's in that short term, untouchable in terms of what Minnesota was before him. And he's also, man, he's also been, uh, bitten by the injury bug on that team so bad last couple of years. I, I I think I think Minnesota's got a good one, and they and they know that. That's a place that would be a little more patient than, say,
2: an Ohio State. It would be in the Matt Campbell mold. Yeah. Of, yeah. like, we understand who we are and what we're doing here. What about Kyle Whittingham from Utah? There's nothing
4: he could do to mess that up in one year.
2: I don't think so either. That That's also a guy who is a good enough coach that even if he could mess it up, he's going to figure out how not to. That's kind of the way I see that. Um Let's see. Is there any And, and more? while you're looking on the on the
4: pro level, I know we're just talking college, but you know when I you talk about untouchables, you think about Sean McVay's relationship with the Rams. He won a Super Bowl last year and man, they were turning on him this year. You know, he was there was also a lot of talk that he was going to leave them all throughout the season, but I mean there were there were Rams fans thinking, well, see he's 1-1 now, he doesn't care anymore. Like they were Rams fans wanting to move on from him after not even a year after winning the Super Bowl.
2: That's a that's like, a great point. That's how fast things turn now. You know who's untouchable at the pro level? I truly believe this. Bill Belichick is untouchable. Yeah. And Greg Popovich is untouchable. Probably so, because the Spurs are awful, and they're going through a rebuild. And Popovich has seeded zero control or influence in that organization. So th- those are the only two coaches I can think of that are that are like that. What about uh, Mark Stoops at Kentucky? Uh, I th- I think he is in
4: that untouchable category right now.
2: I think he is too. And uh, Kirby and Saban, again, Pretty in, in the short term, yes. Okay. Uh, that's about it. I mean, we don't have to have the Jimbo conversation. We know Jimbo's deal. <laughs> Ask God how he did his deal. Uh, let, Bible. Let's let's go to Delvin in our uh, in our final couple of minutes here before time of the hour. What's up, Delvin?
3: What's up, Cla- what's up, man? Uh, I got two names for you. One on the pro and one on the college level. On the pro level,
2: how about Pete Carroll? Um. Yeah, I mean, he seems pretty untouchable at the moment, and the Seahawks haven't been great the last handful of years. So, yeah, if you're surviving some mediocre play as a pro coach, I would say, yes, uh, you're in that untouchable category. And my college coach is, I don't know if y'all mentioned this name, not how about Kurt Ferentz at Well, I mean, that's that's kind of how we started this conversation at the top, was that Ferentz is untouchable and is acting like it because he's given his son a raise if he scores – if he has, like, the 80th best offense in America and if they win seven games, which they do every year.
4: I want to talk about, I want to talk more about Iowa because I'm not, I'm on the fence about Kirk.
2: Okay, interesting.
3: Yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that's those a... Two, yeah, it, those
2: two names I, I thought of already, I, and I say Steve Kerr is untouchable too. Uh, hmm. you know what? I would say so. I would say so. I, Steve Kerr is untouchable as long as that core remains together. I think after that I, it may be uh, it may be a, a little bit of a, a question mark.
3: Yeah, because look, what he had when they were injured, now when, Steve, oh, when uh, Stephon Curry here, they were bad, and you know a lot of people say he could have been gone in, but now nah, they stayed with him and tried to
2: go win the championship this past year. Hey, look, that's right, Delvin. and I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. Uh,
4: on the on the pro level, Kwok, I'm not so sure Eric Spolster is not in that category now. I mean, we still think of him as the young guy who, uh, you know, just coming on. He's been a head coach in Miami since 2008. What? Are you serious? Yeah, this is 15th year. He's been with the franchise since 1997. Eric Spolster, the young guy, for, former video coordinator
2: <laughs> for the Miami Heat. Wow, that's crazy. You know what? Somebody text Mike Tomlin. Steelers fans may not. I mean, Will Vandervoort loves Mike Tomlin, but a lot of Steelers fans in Pittsburgh would like to see him out, but I don't think they're ever going to fire him either. Hour one is done. Hour two. Lots more of this
5: and some softball next. WCCP FM 105.5. Clemson, Greenville Anderson. WAHT AM 1560 Cowpens. 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar.
3: We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment.
5: The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have a tire as strong as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company, a winning combination since 1973. PendletonTire.com.
3: Estes Heating and Air, the elite tile dealer of the upstate, is here to give you peace of mind with an exclusive offer. If cold air is blowing...